0: hey joel yo i've got an idea shoot what if we made a podcast uh welcome to joel and uriah's terrible ideas uh i'm uriah and i'm joel and uh joel it's my understanding that uh you have a terrible idea today
1: so i've got a terrible idea um I mean, everybody's got Olympic fever. By the time this one goes up, the Olympics will be done. But Olympics have been a lot of fun. So it'll
0: be less of an Olympic fever and more of like an Olympic hangover?
1: Yeah, more of an Olympic hangover. So in the idea of an Olympic hangover, where you get these dumb ideas about the next time this happens, what if there was a way we could make every Olympic sport objective i really don't like the subjective sports i don't like figure skating i don't like watching snowboarding or the half pipes i i don't like watching anything that's based on style and some some objective judge giving points i realize there's a lot of objective like you give this many points for a triple axel or whatever Mm. but still it doesn't feel like you can actually objectively say this person is better than this person it's just the judges making a point so what if we made them all subjectively based and how would we go about revamping the Olympics so that everything was subjective? Okay,
0: well, I want to be very clear. You want to take, you want to extract all objectivity, all all metrics and rubrics and methods of measurement from the Olympics and turn everything into a subjective judge-based scoring system. No, the exact opposite. Okay, because what you told me was what I told you. Uh, oh, is it? Yeah, I'm sorry. The, okay because that was going to be a way different idea and I absolutely want to cover that another time
1: <laughs> you know we could try to cover both let's let's turn everything
0: no no, no this is a one idea podcast we're gonna to... all right
1: so figure skating subjectively judged let's make it objective
0: okay what are the right it's is it all style points it's not there is some kind of rubric right like it there like... is some
1: kind of rubric I don't know the exact rubric on how it goes but I, I think you get a certain amount of points for different kinds of twirls and things mm-hmm. that you do. When, within that but still they, they deduct based off of how well you landed and all that and it's just it it still seems too subjective for me and I just I don't find it enjoyable
0: okay so here's the, the solution go ahead we replace the judges with killer robots ooh um, like and that robots as we all know operate on algorithms um, mm-hmm. which means that we would just have to train a neural network like feed it enough examples of like what a proper landing is what a bad landing is and then it will do the math and it will figure out its own like internal scoring system right um, i am
1: only on board if will smith can be in every winter olympics from now until eternity so that way he can stop the robots like he did an iRobot, robot just in case they actually become killer robots
0: well you didn't let me get to the part where um we can't have will smith there because otherwise they're not killer robots because if will smith is there he will he will defeat the killer robots and Oh so and, so we want them to be
1: killer yes, robots? Yes, this, yes, this becomes because, more of a gladiator style?
0: Absolutely. Very gladiator style because we want to make sure that only the purest humanity survives. Um because we're moving into we're take if we're going to remove subjectivity from the Olympics, if we're going to remove um sort of the humanity out of the decision making, um, then we need to also remove the humanity from the humans.
1: I don't think that's how far we need to go, though.
0: Are you sure? Because I think that killing all I mean, of the people who did a bad job at skating and landing that big triple flip, um, I think that's the best okay, way. Okay, what
1: if there was just inherent danger within the sport? I mean, luge and skeleton and bobsled, those are uh-huh. already objectively based. It's They start a timer and they end the timer when they finish the track. There's just inherent danger. You could break your spine while going <laughs> through there.
0: Okay, so what if, so instead of doing, okay, so we want to remove some of the creativity from it, right? We want to remove some of the, the or I mean,
1: still be creative. I was thinking more like, <laughs> here's a specific set of things you must do within your time. Okay. So yeah, but everybody's doing all the same thing. Okay. So you can objectively S- right. say you're, you
0: know, so you did one triple flip, one quadruple flip, uh, this, the spiral of death, which apparently isn't a thing that happens, which is not nearly as cool as it sounds. It's just like the girl spinning in circles, like laying down, which Death Spiral should should involve Death
1: Spiral should have some more death in should it. Should have like, more
0: killer robots. I'm trying to advocate for killer robots and nobody's listening to me.
1: What if, um okay. Flow with me here okay there are two ice skating rinks right next to each other (laughs) and in the middle there's a a pit of something that could harm you in some way and it you have to cross that pit a couple different times so rather than killer robots you do a certain kind of thing but there's the inherent danger if you don't make the jump and you fall in and you might break a spine or get impaled well
0: i see now you're you're i'm not sure that we want that because um there's a there's a real insurance risk with having a gaping hole in the middle of your ice rink um <laughs> <laughs> not that there wouldn't also be with killer robots it's just this was desi- that the killer robots were designed to kill people where the, the the pit is designed to not not kill people like you don't like the goal is for people to get over it Severely Not, maim people. Oh man, this is starting to sound really brutal. This um, is so. Here is the thing that so maybe
1: subjectivity is a good thing.
0: I like so. Let's circle back to um your idea about like everybody has the same set of tricks, right? Like all right,
1: let's tr- let's go with that for a
0: <clears throat> Okay, so if we assume that you have to do um so many tricks in let's say let's call it let's say six tricks, right? You have to do six uh, flips and spins of increasing difficulty, yes. uh and number. Um, so your, your goal is to find the most efficient way to make each one of those happen
1: to incorporate each one of those. And so it almost becomes timed in that way.
0: Well, it would have to be timed because the only objective, really truthfully, the only way to, to measure things, uh, um, objectively are like, are the, the dimensions, right? So time height width, uh, um,
1: Accuracy. There is a way to measure okay, accuracy. Okay, you can measure
0: accuracy. You can measure. Um, but that's what. But that's very subjective. And okay.
1: Here's here's this is unless, all right. Unless so I'm, you're looking, like, at you're, I'm right, looking at biathlon. I'm looking at biathlon here with the guns Biathlon so, is not subjective at all. Accuracy is measured in hitting a specific target. Uh-huh. So um, it is timed, but if you miss one of those targets, there's a penalty. So if the person going through misses uh, the third flip on the triple axle on their fifth thing, they have to do something extra that adds to their time. So
0: so if they miss the flip, if they miss the third flip, they have to they have to po- uh, unshoulder the gun that they've been carrying with them the whole time and hit a target. <laughs> Is that what you're saying?
1: Absolutely. Uh, okay, so we're back to killer robots. We're
0: back to killer robots. Oh, you have to shoot the robot that is now <sighs> that has now been loosed on you and is trying yes. to kill you. Yes, yeah. You
1: must get away from. Okay, so there's something chasing you, whether it's some kind of uh, killer robot or a, a rabid dog. I don't care. Three-legged dog running across the ice that's trying to bite your leg.
0: That seems really ineffective as like a me- like because I feel like I could probably get away from it. Like even like the strongest dog, if it only has three legs and it's on ice, it seems like I, even the strongest, fastest dog, I could get away from in that scenario. Like but that's you're right.
1: You're, you're not a figure skater. I'm thinking of figure skaters here.
0: Have you seen figure skaters? I know you don't like the subjective sports, but like they move very, I they very they quickly. Do move very well. <laughs> they I, they um, do things with their skates that I. I can't do with any part of my body.
1: <laughs> so killer robots will we'll go back to okay. them. So if if you miss the third flip on the triple axle, I just keep going back to triple axle because honestly, that's the only thing I know the name of. Um, triple axle. They they miss that third uh, full turn. So something gets loosed on the ice, and they must stop it from killing them alternatively
0: to add let's so i know we're trying to remove creativity and subjective subjectivity from this but there is the opportunity to bring it back in because again remember we talked about robots work on algorithms and therefore Mm -hmm. are incapable of being creative but what we could do is um give the skaters the figure skaters the opportunity we should call them we should change their name though they should be the figure warriors um, um, to uh, the figure warriors now have the opportunity. They can um, defeat the robot in single combat as quickly as possible, or they can uh, attempt to continue their set without um, without engaging the robot. Um, but that, that would then be risky because, you know,
1: the killer robot. The robot could stop them and hurt them. So. Right. Okay, so there's definitely some things in there. There's incentive to not mess up the routine that has been decided ahead of time. Yes. And if you are messed up, a killer robot is loosed, and you can either continue and try to finish your set before the robot gets you, mm-hmm. or stop and engage it in hand-to-hand combat in order to um, put it down, so to speak. Yes, and then move on to the rest of the set, and then you're just judged in how long it took you.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I um I think that if we, yeah, 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 yeah. figure figure skating almost, is solved we by robots. Just added
1: speed skating to figure skating in that way that try to go as fast as you can yeah so so basically
0: what you're saying is are the solution to making figure skating into uh, a subjective sport is to excuse me an objective sport is just to turn it into speed skating that's the easy answer you can't do that that's
1: that's the easy answer no you can't do that speed skating with killer robots and flips speed skating killer robots and flips that's the new figure skating all right sure let's do that i'm on board okay Cool. Um, I realize this one doesn't quite go with the idea of making everything that's subjective objective, but Luge is already objective, and mm-hmm. I really enjoy watching Luge and um, Bobsled and, and Skeleton. Those are all a lot of fun, but there's something missing because there's not direct competition. You're just racing the clock that the last guy set. Uh-huh. Is... All right, track with me here.
0: Okay, you put gotcha. three it's luge. Luger.
1: It's luge. It's a track. Luge it's a with luge me here. Luge track. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> you put three losers on the same track, and uh-huh. they go down at the exact same time. So they are actually direct, com- directly competing okay. with one another.
0: So it's less like luge and more like NASCAR.
1: Yeah, but on ice, on a luge with a helmet.
0: So it's less like NASCAR and more like Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. So- <laughs> I, I, I guess. So what you're suggesting um, here is that we turn ice I, luge I, I, because because downhill not. downhill um, luge is a thing like in like as a not winter sport like you just like okay. go down steep hills on these like yeah. on
1: luges right. Um, I just I want to see them directly compete against one another and okay. then they can cut each other off and.
0: I would recommend you look into. N- not downhill ice luge. luge. Da- look into downhill luge because that, that okay. I'm pretty I'm almost positive that's a real thing that happens in real life. There's a whole rocket power episode about them getting into it and they like Rocket Power. Do you n- what a show, right?
1: Okay, we need to add rocket power to one of these winter sport Olympic events. Which one would you choose? Three, two, one. <laughs> Skeleton. Ooh, wow, they're already going like eighty five miles an hour, dude. <laughs> Those little children Speed- are
0: going to have a lot of trouble at eighty five miles an hour.
1: <laughs> Speed skating. Totally. They're only going 30 miles an hour.
0: Mm, now, are we talking about speed skating in the traditional sense or speed skating where we added sick flips and also no, no,
1: no. like legitimate speed skating Add rockets to their boots?
0: Oh, hold up. Do you know what? I, when I said rocket power, did you get the reference that I made?
1: No, I didn't.
0: Joel, let me learn you something. Rocket power was a uh, late 90s cartoon show about um, four friends living in Southern California on the coast. Their dad owned a restaurant on a pier. Um, and they partook in, uh, extreme sports of various kinds, most commonly skateboarding and BMX biking and rollerblading. Um, and the show was called rocket power. Um, and so that was when, when you, there was, like I said, there was a whole rocket power episode about downhill luge. Um, Uh,
1: see, I'm thinking downhill luge with rockets is where my mind went right there. Holy crow, that's This is where like banana. This is no, where we need to add rockets that's to That's dangerous. Something.
0: That's highly dangerous. I mean, everything we're talking about is highly dangerous, especially when yes. you consider the robot aspect, but it, like this especially tying just like strapping rockets to things willy-nilly seems like a really and that's
1: why when you said skeleton, I was like, "What the crap, dude? They're already going 80 something miles an hour, strapping be, rockets we, to skeleton?" That would be like under- skeleton
0: drag racing. <laughs> We yes. there, there are there there are no turns. There is no uh. It's you just have this. You have the little skeleton sled and your body and a rocket and a long straight track.
1: Oh um, man, that would be that would be funny to watch though. That would be as okay. But, as, but let's let's as, go
0: back to what we were talking about before. Right, so we right. so we're not doing. Um, so we want we want to do competitive like luge that's happening at the same time and skeleton that's happening at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what sort of things are going to be legal if we do this, if we, ch- if we changed mm. luge and skeleton, like uh, now is it, is it going to like, obviously there are going to be moments where you're, you're coming to contact or like the NASCAR folks say you're trading paint. Um, yeah. Now, now are, is that going to be, um, is that going to be acceptable? Is that going to be encouraged? Is that going to be something that we try to avoid? Like, what's the level of, um, of I think they of each viability? get to carry
1: some, uh, some medieval weapon that they're allowed to use in the process of that time once. Um, so whether it's a mace or nunchucks or a katana, something that they get to use... Whether... I don't care. I say medieval. I don't care if we're talking ninja, samurai, or knights. Like, something that they get to use one time down the track, and they use it once, they let go, it's done.
0: Okay. I I want to let you know something, Joel. I was going to make a very similar joke. Um, mine involved chariots, um, but you kind of, like, you kind of, you, you jumped on it, you stole my joke, I was setting myself up, and, and instead I set you up, and I feel like I failed, but I also feel like I, like... I didn't do a very good job of like I mean playing the improv game where I help you win too. That's true. Okay, so we have one-time use medieval weapons is your suggestion. Yes, and and yes. you're we're, and you're saying that regionally it, it is not relevant.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't care but like not modern weapons. We're not talking like any kind of firearms okay. in any way. Well, just just some so
0: help. like what can we have like a like can I use a like a Chinese gunpowder
1: rocket? Hmm yes okay absolutely okay um but uh once we hit musket we're done no no muskets blunderbuss i that that kind of depends for skeleton yes for luge no
0: i do explain yourself now joel why it is that skeleton is not excuse me why skeleton is allowed to have a blunderbuss but luge is not
1: so with luge, since you're lying down on your back, to be able to aim the blunderbuss, you have to sit up, and you and the the, the uh, force of the blunderbuss shooting knocks you off the luge. However, with your when you're on the skeleton, you're laying on your belly. You're able to aim forward. It might slow you down some, but you're not knocked off the sled in itself. In and of itself. Okay,
0: I'm on board. That <laughs> you're right. That works. That's a very that's a very good explanation. Um. So I, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, sure um i still think i i'm hesitant for you, you either like for either weapon though. i'm i'm not sure that I'm, I'm i'm not sure that like projectile weapons in general i think are a good okay. are a good choice so, i'm so no I'm,
1: projectile weapons i don't think projectile I, weapons. I, I, I can i can be okay thrown weapons mm,
0: you mean like a spear or a, like a I, javelin well, i was
1: thinking like yeah spear javelin throwing knives uh shurikens
0: no, I think we should limit it to melee weapons because I think that okay. like part of the part of, like the part of the um, enduring um, affection for the sport will come from the gritty hand to hand combat that's going to occur while they are quote trading paint with each other. Um, and yeah, the... that
1: that that would be. So we're almost getting to the point of like Mario Kart here.
0: Mm, yeah. Okay. And, okay, so the weapons are not one time use. Here's the new rule Uh, weapons are last place only use. So, oh. so t- you mentioned Mario Kart, and to I think pull, that
1: to the, pull in a little you know, Mario Kart there, yeah,
0: yeah. So Mario Kart has really great balancing mechanics, right? Like if you are in last place, you are more likely to get a blue shell. First place is more likely Got to pull it. like what, like gr- green shells or bananas? Like they're good; those are still good items to use, but they're not nearly as good as the blue shell or the bullet. So right
1: now, Luge, Skeleton, all of them—they're just wearing a uh, onesie tracksuit thing that's very thin and a helmet. Do uh-huh. we allow armor in any way? I mean, I feel mm. like we have to.
0: I mean, if we're going to be using weapons of some sort, we should. Um, Got it. But this is starting to get yeah. into a territory that I that might be just a little too complex. Um, and because we'll there will the be, it it, out. there we're will just inevitably be people out who use. There. Yeah, no, I understand. Um, but here's the problem with, with with armor is that people are going to use varying styles of armor, um, mm. and and that's going to really affect. Uh, like somebody who's wearing plate mail is going to move down that track a lot faster than somebody who's decided to wear leather
1: armor to be more flexible. That's true. Um, And And, so that's that's the risk you take. I mean.
0: Right. Um, Except that I think that what's going to happen is if we continue to, like, base the only metric on how quickly you get down the track, people are going to start picking, like, um, 10-foot war hammers and plate mail. (laughs) And they're not going to be in combat at all. They're only going to go down. The, they're just going to try to go real there's fast. A, there's a
1: peak, uh, like an ideal weight distribution ratio that you must have on the sled, or else it just grinds to a complete halt. You're not. I mean, you're talking like steel, not steel, but like iron. Um, complete it's more armor likely to be the, steel than iron. Yeah.
0: in the modern day.
1: Oh, that's that's true. Um, but you're talking like the Warhammer and all that. I think at that point you're getting too he- too heavy and you're gonna grind into the to the ice. It's just ice. It's I mean I realize it's slick and smooth, but you get too heavy and you're just gonna it's gonna stop. Okay, all right, I guess. It's my theory. Having never done I've, any of I've, that, before. I know
0: zero about downhill <laughs> ice sports, so I don't I don't <laughs> actually know what to say there. Uh, um. So yeah. Okay. Okay. So we just fine. So. How do we have to change track construction to make this possible? We just have to um I mean, do, like do they need to
1: be wider. Just wider. First off.
0: Okay. Um, um now do we start them all on the same like do they start together or do we start them in their own little tracks to like engage speed and then it opens up into like the three little tracks open up I into like one wider idea. track? I like that I
1: like that idea. Yeah, okay. y- they each start in their own individual tracks and they all go go onto this one big track. Sure. Um I feel like it's kind of like uh, so if you go to a water park they have the toilet bowl th- type yeah. thing where you go down one slide and you go in this big roundabout thing oh, going further yes. further down something so the like that
0: roundabout could the roundabout could be the fight to the death phase and so there Wherever is still through in, first is yeah. in first
1: place and there's two or three of those so that way people can change you know when people are going to be changing um, places.
0: I don't know that that's the right idea, because then they're, that's going to compound. I think the toilet bowl is the last thing that happens. Okay. Um, because if you have multiple of those phases, um, it, it, the first person who gets through is going to be the first person who gets through to the next one, and it, that's just going to compound.
1: I don't know. I mean, I, I my, my kids have marble works type things of these, uh-huh. and um, every once in a while, the first one that goes in... It somehow gets circumvented by the second ball that goes in, and the second ball ends up going down the toilet bowl first. Yeah, um, while the first one continues to circle. Okay, so I mean it is possible. This would—you're probably right.
0: Okay, all right. So, so that's how you—you you have right. You have different categories of events. You have, um, you have battle luge. Um and it's graded by how many toilet bowls you fight in, so you have okay yes to, to, you know battle luge one one bowl battle luge two bowl, um and then there's the the lo- the most you could have is three and that's like the endurance event right that takes you yeah yes. like a run is like five minutes long,
1: so you know there's two man luge right I could foresee that as like the I mean with luge you have to steer a little bit and so it's very difficult to do melee weapon and steer your luge at the same time. So, I'm saying, like, the the guy on bottom is able to steer with his shoulders, because that's how you steer with that. You kind of bend uh-huh. the luge a little bit with your shoulders and your body. And the guy on top is able to have the melee weapon in that qu- sense. With those, you could actually have, like, full-on battles ha- going all the way down the hill while the luge continues to be steered, rather than just guy in the back gets to use his. Okay. Yeah. I would really use sharp weapons in this sense. So,
0: this is, like, we have, like, luge... Um... So, so two man battle luge is, is more like centaurs fighting each other because they're yes, yeah. Very because much. like there's there's a there's a constant movement and there's also a constant war. So are we going to so so instead of being a loser, do we then become do, do we rename that those athletes as as, as luge battlers as battle losers? Are they what's the correct terminology?
1: Centerluge, Cent... Mm. No, no,
0: because that sounds too hmm. much like a centipede. Yeah, and they are they are humans.
1: Lugetar.
0: let's no let's get That's away from the centaurs. Let's get away from the centaur theme. I, I dislike I liked the thought but I don't like all the the words that are coming out okay. of it. Okay. Um although the it, image of an actual like- centaur trying to do luge is now hilarious to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining um I'm imagine, remember that that oh, picture that was going man. around for a while, like if a dog wore pants, how would it wear it? And um, a similar image uh, with a centaur on a luge, like if a centaur did luge, how would it? How would it? <laughs> would it lay down? Would it lay back down with its with its horse body up <laughs> or, in the air? Or would kicking? it just stand up and go straight down? <laughs> <laughs> like?
1: I mean, it's l- it's luge. It's not skeleton.
0: You got to be laying on your back
1: with your horse body in the air.
0: But do you lay on your horse back or on your human back? Hmm. I don't know, uh, but the, at the end of the day, um, I think it's going to be very difficult to get the IOC to accept uh, centaurs um, on account of of physiological differences, because horses, horse, the horse body just gives them an, an extreme advantage.
1: Yeah, but they would only compete against other centaurs. Well, okay. I mean, at that.
0: So now like, we have. So now we have a species. Men's luge, uh, women's
1: luge, centaur luge. Centaur luge. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you're listening. Yeah, if if you're able to hit us up on facebook tell us what you think what should should the centaur be laying on the horse back or the human back or should they just stand up on the luge that's really the question we need to answer yeah
0: um so we've solved uh two sports we're adding centaurs yeah. to luge and we're uh, and also medieval weaponry and we're adding killer robots and um consistent uh schedules to figure skating, skating. nice yep. well um i think that's about all the time we've got today uh want to thank everybody for listening and Joel, I'd like to thank you for pitching that terrible idea to me. Um, Absolutely. I, I'll go ahead. What um, we didn't talk about is how to put legs on this on this plan. We talked about the ideas a lot, but I think um, I'll just go ahead and call the IOC. Um, I think Dan works over there. Um, I'll He'll yeah. be cool. I, mean, I don't know that they'll actually implement this by the time. Um, if 2000... you can't get a hold
1: of Dan, I hear Andrea is uh, helpful Dan, in, Dan, in these yeah, types Dan of Yeah, Dan and Andrea, they're both pretty good people. Yeah, so, um, yeah.
0: I don't know that these will be implemented in time for the twenty twenty two Olympics. They are already starting to work on those. I hear that's true. Um, but maybe by twenty twenty six, you could
1: definitely see these in twenty twenty eight.
0: Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Excuse me. You so, know, they
1: haven't decided where the twenty twenty eight Olympics are going to be yet either. So this could definitely play a role in where those are decided. Right,
0: because um, we, as we all know, the centaurs live primarily on the plains uh, of of uh, Western China. Um, yeah. Which is the perfect place for centaurs.
1: I uh, mean nepal Let, let's just go straight to nepal yeah everything's in the himalayas be, and yeah, that adds new sports jump off mount everest with a paraglider
0: you know it's like that part sounds really cool like the jumping off part sounds really cool but it's like getting to that point i don't know <laughs> that i have it in me to like make that effort
1: it's like the marathon version of yeah. <laughs> winters olympics all
0: right yeah great
1: yeah s- send them this audio so make sure it gets to Dan or andrea and then we'll, we should be fine. yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. we'll be good um, totally so, so be sure to tweet at, at Dan IOC and at Andrea IOC, um, and I'm sure they'll see it. They'll be fine.
1: Uh- <laughs> Tell them what your favorite idea is. Um, also hit us up on Joel and Uriah's Terrible Ideas. It's on Facebook. Find us. Um, you're already listening to the podcast. You don't need to find us anywhere. You've already found us. Well done, you. Unless you,
0: haven't, unless you haven't liked our Facebook page and uh, followed us on Twitter yet and followed us on SoundCloud yet and followed us on... Is it you subscribe on Google Play Music and you also subscribe on iTunes? Those are the things that you need to do to be our best friends, or even Absolutely. just close to that. Um, there is some there is some debate right now. Our Facebook page may be named Joel and Uriah's Terrible Ideas. It may also be named just Joel and Uriah, and we're going to have all of our projects live there. Um, so we're not exactly certain what that is. But if you if you Facebook search Joel and Uriah you should come up with
1: there's really only one of i, I can't of,
0: imagine there is, is another best friend duo or
1: yeah yeah one there, of us another, as a group
0: right there's got it there's it's like there's, there's how many how many uriahs are there in the first place and like there's like three joels in the whole world so yeah only three th- you should totally. be like we'll be fine
1: <laughs> yeah we can, um we can, let's see we can fix that. thank
0: you so much for listening today we do need to work on a sign off though yeah we do do we have anything I... remotely close to a sign off? Joel, we have to do better than this.
1: I know. Just don't don't add this part in. I was I didn't
0: hear I can't hear you. I can't hear what you're saying.
1: Really? Yeah. No, you're I'm, like I'm...
0: mumbling really badly.
1: Wow, okay. Um no, I'm recording it full. I probably was just talking quietly.
0: Um No, no, no. You the you talking quietly. You were mumbling. It was like oh, you okay. were Okay. Got it. Yeah.
1: I was, no, I was doing. Are you just giving non
0: committal noises to. I was giving your... a Facebook
1: search for Joel and Uriah to see if anything else showed up, is what I was doing. Oh, that's going really to be really hard. There's a guy named Joel Uriah Kaffa Jr. There's what? There's a guy named Joel Uriah Kaffa Jr. And if no you search way. Joel and Uriah, when it comes to public posts, the guy who shows up first is Joel Uriah Kaffa Jr. Lives in Liberia. Huh.
0: He seems like a nice guy yeah anyways okay we'll they will
1: know it's not him <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, don't follow. go add send him a friend request if you want you that's up yeah. to you that's Everybody, entirely up to you reader girlfriend Joel
1: uriah koffa jr absolutely
0: yeah so um anyways thanks a lot for listening we will talk to you next time uh and i think you're great bye bye that didn't land right no our intro and outro music was created by phantom sage it's called kingdom and it's available from soundcloud and no copyright sound go check them out on youtube that's where we found them our logo icons were designed
1: by salif art on fiverr if you want to look just like us you can do that with a commission
0: we're on facebook as joel and uriah we're on twitter as at joel and uriah and google plus technically but we're never going to check it to get the podcast delivered to you directly you could follow us on soundcloud subscribe to us on itunes or subscribe to us on google play music Thanks for hanging out with us, and you'll hear from us next time on Joel and Uriah's Terrible Ideas.